Hi there, welcome back to Coaches Connection Podcast. This is episode 41. My name is Anne-Marie Cross, small business marketing and mindset coach. Do you ask yourself the question, how can I grow my coaching practice? What are the secrets that will help me fill my practice? And what marketing should I be doing to attract new clients? Well, you are in the right place. Whether you're starting up your coaching practice or maybe you've been in business a while, this podcast is devoted to helping you take your results to the next level. I'll teach you the right business and marketing strategies that you should have in place to communicate your meaningful message in a powerful way so you can stand out and finally grow a successful, profitable coaching practice. Let's get started. Hi there, welcome to another show. Let me ask you, have you been dreaming about taking your coaching practice to the next level for as long as you can remember? However, you're still no closer to achieving your dreams. Or maybe unexpected things keep happening that seem to take your attention away from building your business all of the time. You're so busy running around, it's hard to keep up with everything. Well, if this is something that you can relate to, or maybe for some other reason, your dreams of building a successful coaching practice remain unrealized, then you may be unconsciously sabotaging yourself. You may be doing things unknowingly that are undermining your efforts. And today, I want to talk about five ways that you could be undermining yourself and stopping yourself from building the coaching practice of your dreams. So stick around. We'll dive into that a little bit later. Before we move on, I've got a couple of announcements uh, to share with you. Firstly, do you love that new background music? It has taken me absolutely years to find something that really speaks to my soul. And I tell you what, as I am sitting here recording, I'm bobbing away in my chair. I love to dance and it really just um, infuses and, and enlightens my soul when I hear that. So hopefully that did uh, for you as well. And it's going to be the new theme song moving forward from now. Really, really excited about that. Okay, so another announcement is a reminder that my Biz Success Series training. It's now open for enrollments. It's taken months to put it together and it step by step over 10 weeks really shows you the key foundations that you need to put in place if you want to build a successful business. So if you're struggling to stand out from the crowd, if you dislike marketing and if you find it an uphill battle to get new clients all the time, then I highly suggest that you jump on over after today's show and access the Biz Success Series. And it's my gift to you. So head on over to www.bizsuccessseries.com and you'll get immediate access to week one, which is all about your meaningful message and a key step that you need to have in place to ensure that your message is meaningful for your ideal client. This is so very important. www.bizsuccessseries.com. Secondly, thank you so much for all the kind words and the sharing that you've been doing to help me spread the news about the show. I so appreciate it. And a huge shout out to Elaine Lindsay. She's over at at Truel Social and she's a social media training uh, coach. And thanks, Elaine, for retweeting one of our tweets. Always uh, really great when people share because that means that our message is getting out to uh, their community. So thanks, Elaine. Another thank you to Stacey Walker. She is over at at 
Stacey Walker, and she's a best-selling author who now helps her clients become published authors. So maybe you've got a book inside you, you've got a book inside your head and you're just struggling to get that out. Well, Stacey's the gal for you. And thank you, Stacey, for retweeting and helping us share our message. Now, if you're enjoying the show and you'd like to help us spread the message, you can do so by heading over to our iTunes channel and leaving a comment and rating the show and just subscribing to it. Either one of those ways, you have help me spread that message. So if you haven't already done so and you'd like to help out, all you need to do is go over to www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP iTunes and uh, you'll be taken directly to our iTunes channel. So all you need to do is subscribe, leave a comment, give us a star rating and that certainly will help us uh, spread the message about the show. And of course if you're on Twitter and you're retweeting I'm always looking at the feed and we'll certainly shout out to you as well. Thank you so very much for doing that. And here's today's tip of the week. Now on every show what I like to do is to share a resource that either I've heard about or that I've been using myself and that's to help you grow a profitable coaching practice. So it may be to do with efficiency, productivity, whatever it is and one tool that I want to share with you today is called Hootsuite www.hootsuite.com. So if you ever get overwhelmed with having to manage your social media accounts and you wish you could keep up to date with what's been going on, your scheduled posts, who's been following you, who's been sharing your content, so that you can thank them, a really great tool that you can do all of that in one place is Hootsuite and I've been using Hootsuite for uh, a number of different years and what I've got is I've got all my social media Twitter accounts I've got a number of different accounts we've got the at ambitious the ambitious pod um, Anne-Marie Cross Anne-Marie Coach so there's a few of those Twitter accounts I have my Facebook page there my LinkedIn account Instagram Evernote my WordPress website all of this is being monitored from this social media management tool Now there's a free account there that you can use to get started and a paid version as well. And look, I've been using the free version for many years and it suited my purposes really well. And I highly recommend you give this tool a try if you're looking to simplify things for yourself when it comes to managing all of your social media accounts. So go to www.hootsuite.com. And of course, I'll make sure that there's a link to the show notes, which you can find at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP41. Now, if you have a favorite tool that you've been using, maybe to help you increase your efficiency or productivity in your practice, go ahead and send me a tweet over at at Coach and let me know or leave a comment in the comment section below the show notes and I'll check it out. And if I mention it on the show, um, then what I'll do is I'll also shout out to you share for sharing the resource and thanking you as well. I'm always on the lookout for new tools that will help me in my business. So let me know. And if, if it's one that I think, wow, I really need to share this, we'll certainly share it with all of our listeners. And of course, thank you for bringing that to our attention. All righty. Let's move forward to today's words of wisdom to help you take your coaching practice to the next level. 
Okay, so on today's Words of Wisdom, I want to talk about five ways that you could be self-sabotaging your success. Now, the things that I share with you, I recognize many, many years ago that I was doing these things too. And I also need to monitor myself as I continue to grow my business when I kind of reach the new paradigms, you know, and challenge my, my paradigms and my beliefs. I've got to break through them yet again. So before we cover these five things, what I want to do firstly is to look at what self-sabotage is, because often we don't even realize that we're doing it and I want to make sure that you uh, after today's show you've recognized you've had some ahas thinking okay this is something that's uh, definitely happening for me in my business and maybe one of the reasons why I have not yet quite reached my goals so what is self-sabotage and Bo Bennett said this and I think what this how this describes self-sabotage really defines it well self-sabotage is like a mental tug of war it's the conscious mind versus the subconscious mind where the subconscious mind always eventually wins so it's about wanting something and saying you want something But then you go about making sure that it doesn't happen. So do you ever wonder or do you ever feel like you are in a mental tug of war? Do you say how you'd love to build a successful coaching practice? You get all fired up, you're enthusiastic, you're excited at the thought, getting lots of clients, getting paid what you're worth. But then before you know it, you're back where you started, still struggling with the same old issues in your practice. Well, if you can relate to that, you could be self-sabotaging. You could be going out of your way to make sure that you don't achieve your dreams, that you don't achieve your goals. Now, even if you don't recognize that you've done that, because Bo Bennett said it's your subconscious mind versus your conscious mind, and the subconscious mind always wins, your subconscious mind will continue to work against you to keep you stuck. And you might not even realize that this is happening. But for those of you who recognize that, hmm, okay, I can see how perhaps I could be you know, self-sabotaging and trying to prevent myself, you might be asking yourself, why is it that we self-sabotage? Why do we do that when we so... You know, so not, I'm going to say the word desperately, but it's not desperately. When we're so confident, we want to achieve those goals. We have a goal. We really want to achieve that. Well, that is the million dollar question, isn't it? And the reason could be very different for each and every one of us. However, what is the same for everyone is that there is something in your subconscious that causes you to continue this self sabotaging pattern and that needs to be dealt with if you really want to continue to step forward confidently achieving your goals you have a belief that is stopping you from achieving your goal now I'm not sure if I've mentioned previously about my self-fulfilling cycle here on the show Um, however each of us has very important what I want to call core values these are things that we hold very near and dear to us they're very important and we also have beliefs things that we believe to be true however unfortunately the beliefs that we believe to be true aren't always helpful or good beliefs to have so a good belief for example could be I can achieve anything that I set my heart on and work towards or an unhelpful belief 
could be I struggle in everything that I do and never quite reach my goals. Now, are you still with me here? Because you might be thinking, what on earth is she talking about? Well, you imagine that there is um, a step by step by step. So it's like arrows. So we're working right from the left and we're moving to the right. And the first arrow has to do with our core values. Our core values impact the beliefs that we have, right? The beliefs, the things that we hold to be true. Now, our beliefs impact the next arrow. It points to the next things, which are our thoughts and our feelings. Now, our thoughts and our feelings then impact the next arrow, which is our actions. It's our behavior and what we do. And our actions impact the next you know, the next section, the arrow, which actually stops there and it impacts the results and the outcome that we achieve. But it's actually a self-fulfilling cycle. So if we look at the two examples, perhaps the positive belief first and then the, the unhelpful belief. Now, if I am looking at the positive belief and I think to myself, you know, I can achieve anything that I set my heart on and, and work towards, your thoughts and your feelings will be positive, won't they? You'll feel inspired to set goals. You feel empowered to identify that you need, you know, what you need to do. Now, if you come up with a problem, that's okay. You deal with it. You go and seek help. You may even go and do some professional development or look for support to help you broaden your skills around this particular challenge. And all of your actions will be the right ones, getting you closer to your goals. And eventually you'll achieve them. So that's a self-fulfilling prophecy, isn't it? Your your core values are that of obviously, you know, hard work and, and, and diligence. And, and the belief is that that positive, I can achieve anything I set my goal and work towards that belief then impacts your feelings and your thoughts which impacts the actions which impacts the outcome which is you achieve your goal all right so that's it and then you start again now let's have a look at the opposite the negative belief the unhelpful belief and that is, I struggle in everything that I do and never quite reach my goals. So how positive do you think that your thoughts and your feelings will be? Not very at all. Not very positive at all. So you don't really then spend time planning on what you have to do. Now, these are the actions, aren't they? You might not seek support or you may not undertake any personal or professional development. You don't set yourself action steps and you certainly don't feel empowered or motivated to, to take that action. And when you face an obstacle, rather than looking at ways to overcome them, you stop because you've just proven to yourself that you struggle in everything you do and never quite reach your goals. So what happens is you give up because you've just proven your belief to be true, that you struggle in everything that you do and never quite reach your goals. You see, you've just proven the belief to be true. We seek out the evidence that we need to prove our beliefs are true. For some of you, this is a huge insight. It, it's actually a great reminder for all of us. And I know as coaches, you probably deal with this kind of thing with your clients in your area of expertise as well. Your clients' beliefs are unhel you know, unhelpful and therefore stopping them from reaching their goals. And so your um, you know, work and support as a coach is to help them break through that and change those negative beliefs to more positive ones. 
However, we all know this, don't we? And we can still continue to struggle with it ourselves because our beliefs are, are, are running at that subconscious level, those deep, deep, deep beliefs. Like as an adult, you know, as coaches who've gone through professional development ourselves, we know that some of these beliefs are unhelpful. And so we've worked on them, but we're talking about the deep, deep level of beliefs. They're embedded uh, in your psyche, in your subconscious. And that's really where we, we need to look at to change. Now, let's look at five different ways that these beliefs can impact the actions and the behaviors that could be showing up for you in your business that are stopping you from achieving your goals. And this is the self-sabotage that we're talking about. And these are quite common and something that I see as being reasons why coaches continue to struggle to achieve the dreams of building a successful, thriving coaching practice. And as I mentioned earlier, I can certainly relate to these myself earlier on in my practice of my career coaching practice many, many years ago. So here they are. Here are five ways that you may be self-sabotaging. Number one is hiding out. Now, have you been avoiding networking events because you dread the thought of putting yourself out there, meeting new people, building new relationships? Or what about hiding out behind your computer, thinking that all the things that you've been doing on social media is enough? (laughs) I can so relate to this one. Uh, I can do everything from behind my computer and if I could, fantastic, I don't have to leave my office, including networking and building relationships, I would. Now, I love social media and I think that there are some very powerful strategies that you can build relationships. In fact, I have got strong friendships with people that I have never met before. They're on the other side of the world. I interview other guest experts on the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, which is another podcast that I have. And, you know, I've developed some great collegial relationships and I love that and I think it's fantastic. But there's nothing more powerful than getting out from behind your computer and meeting people face to face. These people may not be your ideal clients. However, they could be referral partners where they refer business to to each other. Uh, They could be joint venture partners where, you know, you each are offering complementary services. And by combining your expertise, you're able to offer um, something far, you know, more powerful and your reach to prospective clients can be that much greater than if you're just working on your own. Could be affiliate partners where people recommend you uh, to their networks and, and so on. So people who could support you in building your coaching practice. However, by hiding out and by not having these conversations, you could be sabotaging yourself from making a connection with someone who could really influence the, the growth of your business so that you can take your coaching practice to the next level. So what I really would recommend that you do is take some time to think about, am I hiding out? Am I giving it my all? Am I working full steam ahead in getting out there? Now, whether it be online, through social media, do you have um, a formalized process that you use that continues to help you grow your network and nurture the relationships in that network? You know, make a commitment maybe to even attend a networking, a face-to-face networking event within the next two weeks and make sure that you've got a networking plan in place so that you can get the best opportunities from each event that you attend. Just this last week, I, I attended an event and it's with a group of women who we meet regularly once a month. And I woke up and my 
my nose was all cloggy and I felt really revolting because here in Australia we are now in our spring and of course all the little spring um, molecules are out as well and, and causing me to have a bit of hay fever. And so, of course, I felt really horrible. And I, I really was tempted. Maybe I should just stay home today. I can't really be bothered. So I sat down, made a nice cup of tea, was sitting there on my computer, and I thought, hmm, you know what? I'm going to go. And I did, you know, and of course I wasn't feeling 100%, but as soon as I started, you know, having a conversation with people and once I was out there, it was fine and I'm so glad I did. I reconnected with a colleague that I hadn't seen in years and it was so great just to catch up and see what she was doing. There may be a potential down the track to support one another. Another colleague of mine, we're thinking of um, going to a group um personal training session together oh, just lots of things happening there's buzz that's being created and that is because I am not hiding out but I'm regularly attending things building relationships with these people we are then able to I mean not just work a business but to support one another and that's just so very important so please if you're hiding out make a commitment for yourself to get out and um, start meeting people and, and building those incredible relationships all right that was number one number two is undervaluing and undercharging and this is a second way that you could be self-sabotaging when was the last time you had a price increase or does the thought of increasing your prices make you go i can't do that you know does the thought of increasing your prices get your inner credit going there is no way that people are going to pay you if you increase your prices or you might be thinking I don't want to lose clients or I know they'll leave if I increase my prices or maybe you think the only way that I'm going to be able to sign up a new client is by offering a discount or maybe you your strategy is to charge prices that are a little bit lower than what other coaches are charging in your industry now, if you're saying one of these things or there's something else that is happening, maybe you're working so many hours than you care to admit and you feel absolutely exhausted just trying to keep up and make the level of income that you are currently at, then this is an area where you can have an incredible breakthrough in because you're self-sabotaging yourself because you're undermining and undervaluing the services that you offer and I really encourage you to sit back and look at all of the hours that you are working all of the successes that your clients are generating through your support and if you feel really really good about the level of, of pricing that you're charging or if there's a little bit of doubt there or you think hmm haven't really increased my prices for a long long time then uh, I really encourage you to think seriously about moving through that because you don't want to keep undervaluing and undercharging because that is a way that you can sabotage your business from going to the next level all right so that was number two number three this one, you really need to be honest with yourself, okay? And this is something that I used to do too. And if I allow myself sometimes as well and get stuck in this, it can really have me feel horrible. And this is constant comparison. This is where you find yourself reading through maybe someone else's website or, or blog post or someone that's working in your industry. But rather than feeling excited for them and the things that they're doing in the industry, you end up feeling insignificant, you feel, <laughs> you, you end up feeling inferior, 
to what they're doing. Now, do you end up feeling like no matter how hard you try or what you do, they always seem to be one step ahead of you? Now, constantly comparing yourself to what other people are doing and feeling inferior or not good enough, it is going to cripple your personal development and your business's development because it diminishes everything you do. And this is such a common way that coaches will sabotage their success. And it might be something that you can relate to. And I mentioned that this is something that I can relate to because I remember many years ago before I went through and I recognized what my unique brilliance, my brand uh, was and, and, you know, the strengths that I had to offer. I was really guesstimating. I really didn't have a clue. And then I would go and have a look at someone and what they were doing. It was like, oh, I love what they're doing. And, you know, I think, oh, what I'm doing is just absolute, you know, doesn't measure up to that at all. And it felt like I was constantly struggling to make, you know, to, to make um, my mark on, on the world, so to speak. And if this is what you're feeling like to really encourage you to first step into your brilliance, recognize, take the time to recognize where you are uniquely gifted and, and, and you do have a gift. You do have a unique talent. You do have, you have unique strengths and a unique inner brilliance. And if you're not able to answer that with absolute confidence, then I encourage you to start um, looking at that because once you do recognize that it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing, you know that everything that you're doing is helping you move towards the, you know, the direction that you're wanting to head in and that what you're doing is uniquely you and speaks directly to your ideal client and you won't have to compare yourself to anybody else working in your industry. So this is what I want to encourage you to do as well, as well as looking at what your inner brilliance is and being so clear on what makes you unique and, and how you can stand out in the marketplace. But the next time you find yourself looking at what another coach or consultant is doing, ask yourself this question. What is it that I admire about what he or she is doing and how can I use this to empower me and drive me forward in my own coaching practice. Now, I'm not talking about copying them. I'm talking about letting their success and their fame and where they're at in their career give you the inspiration, the passion, the empowerment that you need to fuel you on your journey and what you're doing and to continue moving forward so that you can achieve your goals. So if you relate to constant comparison as self-sabotage, start doing that instead and you'll certainly um, find that uh, you don't cripple yourself next time you sort of start looking at what others are doing as well and sometimes we can't even avoid doing that because if you're on Facebook all of the posts keep going up and you know some of my clients oh I was feeling really good then all of a sudden you know this other post from another coach flashed in front of my eyes and I call myself thinking oh look at what they're doing it looks so good so do that instead let's move on to uh, self-sabotage number four and this is Thinking that you can do everything yourself. And I've spoken about this so many times on previous episodes. I dedicated an entire episode in the Biz Success Series training on this as well. And this is one of the most common ways that people can self-sabotage. They think they can do everything themselves or that they need to do everything themselves for a number of different reasons. They can't afford team. No one else can do it to the level that I expect. So I might as well do it myself or finding reliable staff staff is too hard and on and on go the reasons. 
but it all boils down to this. When you're trying to do everything in your business yourself, it means that you'll often not be able to focus on the tasks that are going to catapult your business's growth. General admin, maybe tasks you dislike or tasks that you just aren't good at. This means that the time that you're spending on all of these tasks is not time that you're spending on the tasks that harness your strengths, harness your gifts that will get you closer to your goals. And that means if you're not working on those tasks, the good tasks, the the tasks where you can tap into your unique brilliance, it means you're sabotaging yourself because you're too busy being busy. And if you're really honest with yourself, you're working on tasks that you should be outsourcing. My advice to you would be not to look at hiring a support team as an expense but as an investment in your business, an investment because it's going to allow you to work on tasks that tap into your strengths and that get you closer to getting out in front of prospective clients. When you're sitting there uploading blog posts to blogs or filing or any other admin tasks, bookkeeping, that's one that many people struggle with rather than hiring a bookkeeper, all of those tasks, which really honestly, you know, you should be outsourcing, then This is time that you could spend maybe networking or having one-to-one conversations with a prospective client or stepping out on stage and giving your signature talk to hundreds of your prospective clients. That is what you can focus on once you get support and looking at hiring someone as an investment in you and your business. So I really encourage you to do that. All right, let's move on to number five. This is where you think you can learn and stretch your skills on your own. And this is something that I see coaches self-sabotaging again and again. And it's not investing in themselves, whether it be to expand their knowledge or investing in a coach or a mentor to help them learn and stretch their skills, their awareness and the beliefs in themselves. They're sabotaging, you know, they're sabotaging themselves thinking that they can learn and do this on their own. I struggled with this for many years when I started my career coaching practice. And when I finally made a decision to stop investing in these home study programs where I commit, okay, I'm going to do it myself, I'm going to take myself through it. And I start off really well, then all of a sudden, you know, it falls by the wayside. And where I really needed a breakthrough because I didn't have that accountability partner or someone who helped me stretch and break through that barrier, I was just, you know, I got scared and then I went back to where I was. But when I recognized that it just wasn't getting me anywhere and that I would, I needed to hire a coach who I could get one-on-one coaching with and who could work with me closely, I made incredible, with significant leaps and bounds in my business. What often happens is we're so close to our business that despite how hard we try, we just can't break through those unhelpful you know, self-sabotaging cycles. If we could, we'd all be doing it because we recognize some of the things we do. And it's like, oh, so you really need to have that support partner there. There's nothing more powerful than when you bring something up in a coaching session and someone brings something to your attention and then you're working through it so that you see it in a different perspective. Then you've got that ongoing support and accountability partner. There's nothing more empowering and motivating than having an accountability partner who you know has your back no matter what, who is there in your corner and he will stand alongside you and support you no matter what. 
that is such an great accountability and it's kind of like I'm going to do it because there's no way I'm going to show up to that next school next week and say no I haven't done it and that's what I found and you know it was the best decision that uh, I ever made in my business and you know what I still have a coach even today and I meet with regularly in fact we meet on a weekly basis and I know that I would not be where I am today were it not for her support her expertise that I tap into, being able to brainstorm together, getting a different, um, you know, f- frame of, of mind on, on certain things that I'm thinking about getting challenged, you know, and in a, a supportive way. And of course, accountability as well. So very, very important. So are you sabotaging your success because you think you can do it on your own? You only have to look at other professionals in their fields and sports people and other successful coaches and professionals who are thriving in their field of expertise. They all have a mentor. They all have a coach or someone that keeps them accountable, someone that keeps them focused on track. If you want to take your coaching practice to the next level, then I encourage you to find a coach and a mentor and an accountability partner. And I tell you what, you will not look back once you do. So there you go. The five ways that you could be self-sabotaging yourself. Let's briefly recap. Hiding out undervaluing and undercharging, constant comparison, thinking you can do everything yourself and thinking you can learn and stretch your skills on your own. Now, by the way, if you'd like to speak to me about the possibility of working together, why not register for one of my complimentary breakthrough strategy sessions? During our chat, what we'll do is I'll review your current business results, we'll pinpoint where the gaps are, we'll pinpoint where you want to go, as well as determine the best steps forward for you too. There's absolutely no pressure. So all you need to do is go to www.yourbreakthroughsession.com www.yourbreakthroughsession.com and I look forward to speaking to you during one of those sessions. Wow, another jam-packed show. So hopefully you've got some ahas and insights and can move forward. But I wanted to share an inspirational message with you today and one that I think caps it off really nicely. Never doubt yourself. You are capable of much more than you think. Not sure who said that, but I think this is just an important message that I wanted to share with you. Don't doubt yourself. You are absolutely capable of so much more than you think. All of those self-sabotaging points, you know, things that I spoke about earlier, they are all there because there's a belief. There's something that you are telling yourself, which is an untruth. It's not true. And if you get yourself the support, if you get yourself an accountability partner, if you start to look at and challenge that unhelpful belief and change it to one that is far more empowering, my goodness, you will be exceeding the goals, exceeding your expectations um, to, you know, building your successful coaching practice. So please stop doubting yourself, stop undermining yourself, stop undervaluing yourself because you are so much more capable than you think. I love that. Love that, love that, that, love that. Okay, that brings us to the end of another show, another jam-backed show. Before I go, there's just a couple of things that I want to share with you. 
Now, if this was an episode that you really enjoyed and got value from, of course, I just want to remind you to head on over to iTunes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP iTunes, leave a comment, leave a rating and uh, share the show with your colleagues. Also, if you've got a question that you would like me to answer in an upcoming show, head on over to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP connect, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP connect. Leave your name, leave your business name and your question and I'll certainly look forward to answering that in an upcoming show. Um, Maybe you want to leave a comment, even not a question, but rather a comment or some feedback or you just want to do a shout out and uh, I certainly will do a shout out to you mentioning your name, your business name on an upcoming show as well. Till then, have an absolutely inspired week. Cannot wait to share more with you next week. But until then, go out and get your next high-paying ideal client because you have it in you to do that. Bye for now. This is Anne-Marie.